Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All righty, Evan Giddings is in for Daryl, the Guru Johnson. And what a ball game we got brewing for Sunday. Philadelphia Eagles hosting the San Francisco 49ers and... Okay, so I'm just going to... I am hella excited for this game, I am too, and I'll tell you what, it's, it's... you know, this is the third NFC Championship game for the 49ers in uh, four years. And I can... A great radio man, Gary Radnich, once said, Hey, how you feel is how you feel. Mm-hmm. I feel like this game's the biggest of the NFC champ. It just... I don't know. Maybe, maybe I've forgotten what it felt like last year when the Niners were there. But this feels bigger. This feels... Bigger than any non-Super Bowl game for the uh, for the Niners in the in the, in the Shanahan era. It feels like there's less of an angle or an edge for either team than any of the previous matchups. Now I know the Rams were slightly favored by more last year. I think it was like a three and a half point line. But like you mentioned during the green room, the Niners had confidence because they'd had the Rams number. They'd destroyed them in the regular season, and they they were, well, they, they'd beaten them in the regular season. They'd had success. And they they had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. So there was reason to either feel good or bad. Now it does feel like with Philadelphia being, quote-unquote, the best roster in football and the Niners being also you know one of, if not the best rosters, there are different ways. It demands more, I, I think, attention to each side. And it really just comes down to what you think stylistically is going to be the deciding factor. So right. it, if you believe that a rookie quarterback playing on the road in his first title game is going to hurt him, well, then you'd favor Philadelphia. If you're a Niners fan and you've seen Brock Purdy win every single game that he's played in and not shown any signs of discomfort in big spots, well, then you feel confident in Brock Purdy. You feel confident in that defense and what they did to Dak Prescott, making him look like the rookie compared to Brock Purdy at Levi Stadium. So it really, to me, just comes down to what you value as either a fan or an analyst or just an avid watcher of football. That is going to tell you which way to lean. And so even though we're saying, uh, you know, I, I give the Eagles a slight edge and, and you know, two and a half is, is pretty indicative of that. Again, I cannot wait until noon on Sunday because I know that I get to see the two best teams in football go toe to toe for sixty minutes, and that's all you want out of a out of a championship game. Yeah, I think that's a fair question to ask Forty Nine er fans and anybody who's going to watch this game uh, with interest. I, you know, I why why am I leaning Philly? The my biggest determinant is because the game's in Philly. Yeah. And I know that doesn't beat a team on its own, but it makes it harder. So I, I think that's a good question to ask. If 
you know, if you're leaning San Francisco, why? Like, what's that one thing? If you know, What's the most important thing that's making you lean San Francisco? Or if you're leaning Philly, what's that thing? And I'm leaning a little Philly just because of the home field. And here's the other thing I was thinking, and somebody said it on the text line, and I, I don't necessarily, uh, by the way, 888-957-9570 uh, in terms of what is your big reason why you're leaning one way or the other, depending on the uh, uh, the 49ers or the Eagles. But uh, I don't think there's any doubt that this is a big-time uh, anticipated game, and let me let me go into this with you. I'll just throw it out to you. Okay, mm-hmm. it, it was a question on the uh, Xfinity Mobile text line. Talk to me. Um, if you're a Niner fan, would you feel feel more or less confident if Jimmy were taking were, were quarterback in this game? You would feel less confident. I think it's hard. even though he will he would have already he would have already won two more playoff games up to this point. You'd be he'd be 6 and 2 as a playoff starter. Well, I'm going to borrow from John Dickinson and we got coming up in a couple minutes. How did it look? Well, that's true. That's that's the reason why fans and maybe even some of the organization I think feel so good about Brock Purdy right now. I mean, he hasn't given you a reason to not trust him. Right. Whereas Jimmy Garoppolo unfortunately cannot say the same. Brock Purdy in his first playoff game eclipsed Jimmy Garoppolo's tech touchdown total in the playoffs. Like, I, I know Seattle wasn't that great of a team, and, you know, Brock Purdy had guys running wide open. He's got a great roster, and, and, and Guru's point over the last couple of days is valid about what would Jimmy look like with Christian McCaffrey in the playoffs. I get that. But we've seen the lowest of Jimmy Garoppolo. We have not seen that from Brock Purdy, and so I feel like it'd be difficult for me to say that I'd feel less confident with Brock Purdy as opposed to Jimmy Garoppolo. And, and I, don't, I don't mean to make it about Jimmy no. Jarrett. I'm going to dump on him and stuff like that. But um, and I, I feel like a lot of people would say the same. And and, and look, sample size is, is certainly something to take a look at. Like, yeah, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo's got X amount more uh, playoff games of experience than, than Brock Purdy does. He's seen more situations. But I think that, I think we just saw last week against Dallas, and I think you'd agree with me, Stein. Like, that pass rush is something that would create happy feet from a Jimmy Garoppolo. And Brock Purdy, although he was not incredible, he didn't dice up Dallas, he didn't make the big mistake. And that was the only thing that was going to get the Niners beat in that game. And he didn't do it. Yeah, let's uh, let's go out to the uh, Bud Light guest line. All guests appear on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Let's go to our main man, John Dickinson. He'll be at the game on Sunday. I think he should have been in Philly by now. Had a little delay, but I don't want to divulge too much of his personal itinerary. What's up, J.D.? What's going on, fellas? Yeah, no, I was supposed to land in in Philadelphia at about 2.45 Pacific time, so I I should Mm. be in the air right now approaching Philadelphia, but uh, got the notification late last night from uh, an airline that's been much maligned over the course of the last month that uh, that that flight was canceled uh, due to some weather issues in Chicago, so... Uh, made some different arrangements, and I'm actually going to be on a red eye tonight. So I'll be at, at doing Warriors Live and Warriors Wrap Up before and after the game from Chase tonight, and then right to SFO for a red eye to Philadelphia. And uh, looking forward to it, and, and and ready to roll. So I apologize for being a little bit late. There was a little hotel issue that I was trying to get squared away with my late arrival, but uh, everything is good, and I I couldn't be more excited to be covering the game for the game on Sunday. Should be fun. Well, it sounds, J.D., like you're overcoming adversity the way the 49ers are trying to do that this weekend. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, look, this is going to be the toughest game they've had since the Kansas City game, which obviously was was their last loss. I don't think there's there's much doubt about it going all the way back to October the 23rd. And, and I don't know what you guys have, have thought, but one thing that I've kept in mind, and I know we've discussed it a lot, the three of us off the air i just don't think the niners just as a starting point i I don't think they've faced an environment like the environment that they're going to face in philadelphia with a trip to the super bowl on the line really all season they've had kind of a week and it's not the opponent or or that they're not talented enough or good enough to win but i mean just in terms of going into hostile environments i mean how, how many games in hostile environments have they really had i've covered five road games this year seattle's probably the closest thing 
And I know a lot of their players, and Trent Williams among them, talked about the ability to operate, silent count, and all of that, communicate in, in Seattle. And if you can do it in Seattle, you can do it anywhere. But an edgy, hostile, Philly, Super Bowl on the line crowd, the Niners haven't faced anything close to it. And I was in Seattle, and, and Seattle wasn't Seattle from the past when it was a lot louder, and they really believed that their team you know, had a shot to do something special uh, against the 49ers. And, and maybe the rivalry was a little bit more heated uh, than it was on that December the 15th. So uh, I think that's just kind of the, the starting point before you get into the matchups is this is going to be this is going to be something and, and something that may be a little bit jarring to the 49ers, I think, early in the game until they settle in. Yeah, John Dickinson joining us. Uh, he'll be in Philadelphia for Sunday's Eagles 49er game. I just think that, look, this is these are two really good teams. And, and I'll just throw this at you because this is kind of what, what, where I came out uh, talking about today is, you know, if, if, like, we, you can't minimize what it would be if Brock Purdy can get a victory against the Philadelphia Eagles on the road with eight pro games under his belt as a seventh-round pick against a, against a team with a quarterback who's having an MVP type of year playing at home. Like, when you, put, when you think about it like that, it, it, it feels more daunting maybe than it really is. Um, but that's why I just, I lean Philly a little for one reason, where the game is. Yeah, and it's two evenly matched teams. And and look, you're talking about an all-timer story. Exactly. You're talking about an, all, talking about an all-time story if if Purdy's able to to elevate this team, or or even if he's not able to elevate, even if he just does the minimum and they're able to run the ball and they play excellent defense and and they get a lead, they force some turnovers and win. It doesn't matter how they do it, really. I mean, Pur- Purdy right. will get the credit for doing something that that has never been done before. When you talk about a, a rookie quarterback going to a Super Bowl and, and having the potential to to win it, so so yeah, I I think you know the, the uh, atmosphere in Philadelphia is something that I think could be a little bit jarring. The rookie quarterback, even though Brock Purdy's probably played as well as any rookie quarterback could possibly be expected to play to this point. Like, I feel like the Niners are in position, guys. They're in the best possible position any team could be to go in and win the game, but they still might not win the game because Philadelphia is really good and they may have a couple little advantages here or there that that wind up being the difference. Well, J.D., that's why if we're talking about the quarterbacks, I contend that Brock Party does not need to be great on Sunday. I think that Jalen Hurts with what Philadelphia likes to execute offensively, he needs, like, he's going to have more, he's going to fill out the stat sheet more than Brock Purdy does. But where I think Brock Purdy does need to be better than Hurts would be in those those third down situations, in the red zone, cashing in on opportunities because they may not get as many as they did even against a defense like Dallas. How do you view the quarterback sort of matchup as far as Purdy, Hurts. I know they're both extensions of their offense. Hurts is they maybe an MVP runner-up. Purdy hasn't lost a game. Do you think Brock Purdy needs to be better than Jalen Hurts for the Niners to win this football game? Not necessarily, but what I think he has to do is is settle in quickly. Yeah. You know, I, I, he was a little amped in the Seattle game. I think he's got to settle in quickly, and I think he's got to avoid the, the catastrophic mistake. I mean, I think this game really does come down to turnovers. When the Niners get the turnover advantage, they win. When they don't, I, I think they have to win the turnover battle, or at least be even in the turnover battle to win this game. Like I don't see a scenario where they're, and a lot of that may be. Purdy, who, let's be honest, as exceptionally well as he's played, there have been some balls that he, he's put up there that could have been turnovers that haven't been turnovers. If, if maybe one of those plays in a key moment is caught by the defense, if he puts it out there for him, it could lead to a, a flip, especially depending upon you know the timing in the game. As far as separating that from... Jalen Hurts, because I think if if Purdy can avoid the turnover and continue to settle in quickly and do what he's done, then I think he'll be fine. Like I I think he'll be calm, but you can't have your mistake early put you in a position where you're in trouble as the game goes on or have to do extra to maybe make up for it as the game goes on. The Hurts deal for me, guys, is, is just his style of play. 
and 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 their offensive line and their ability to run the football and their talent in the wide receiver position and the tight end position and his ability to use his legs to beat defenses, whether it's designed runs or RPOs or zone read or ability to just, oh, guys are covered. There's a lane. I'm taking off and picking up a first down. That to me, and and I'm sure you've talked about it a lot and guys, you've talked about it all week is and has been the 49ers kryptonite. And, And I think Philadelphia looks at other teams that have been able to beat the 49ers defense and believe that they can do it with the with the mobile quarterback and so to me that's you know Hertz probably is set up to have a, a better game but but the 49ers are going to have to slow down the ability of, of him to make those plays with his legs I think there's some similarities between the way Philly runs their offense and the way Atlanta runs their offense and I know the Niners were depleted injury depleted in that game so it's not the same team that's going to play on that field in Philly on, on Sunday after that, that played in Atlanta back in October, but they, there's a lot of similar, you know, things in terms of scheme, only with a lot more talent than than Marcus Mariota and and what the Falcons were putting out there that could make the Niners a little bit vulnerable. JD, last one. Um, can you compare? Dallas's defense with the Eagles' defense. I know they're both really, really good, but what kind of makes each one of them different? Yeah, I mean, I the, you know, I think the defensive line, top to bottom, for 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 Philadelphia is is better. Uh, I, I think you know they'll have an ability you know to to try and sell out to to stop the run. They're they're good at, at getting to the quarterback. You know, they're they're good at, at you know getting you know quarterbacks off schedule and making hurrying them into some poor decisions. Uh, they're a little bit older. I think top to bottom than than the Dallas defense, maybe a little less physical. I know that was a question that came up as far as uh, you know. George Kittle was asked about the the physicality and 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 how violent the game was going to be. And and I think the Eagles are viewed though as one of the few teams, and and Dallas is is another one of these teams, but one of the few teams that could match the 49ers' physicality and and the way that that, that they play. So I, I think it's pretty formidable, uh, honestly. Uh, you know, top to bottom, the depth, the the talent level uh, and again they're going to have the home field advantage in this one so how does the Niner offensive line hold up are there communication issues are there issues getting the play in are there protection issues that could be caused I, I think the start of this game is really important I, I don't see the 49ers coming back from more than one score down in in this game and winning it so I think they've got to be able to settle in and be right there with the Eagles at a minimum you know Late in the first quarter, early in the second quarter. If it, if it goes awry early, you want to make sure it's it's ten to ten or fourteen to fourteen or seven to seven, whatever it is. You're right there with them and feel like the game has calmed down by about that 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 ten minute mark, say of of the second quarter. JD, travel safe and uh, probably talk to you Monday after the game. All right, looking forward to it, guys. Have a great show. Yes, uh, sir. JD. John Dickinson, he'll be in Philadelphia on Sunday uh, for the game. Uh, this from the 602. Uh, you guys are giving Philly, well, you're, I think it means, well, whatever. You give, you're giving Philly, uh, the Philly crowd, too much credit on rattling Purdy. See, I never look at it as though it's so cut and dry. Like, oh, he'll feel the pressure, so he'll throw seven interceptions. Like it's, uh, to me, it's not black and white like that. And also, I don't, I mean, is it going to be a hostile environment? Yes. But I'm not giving Philly the edge because of because of their fans so much as just the location of the game. Plain and simple. And nothing to do really with their fan. Oh, their fans are going to be more harsh than Seattle. Or, you know, it gets loud in Kansas City, but the link can get louder and the fans are more surly. I don't that that to me doesn't doesn't factor into it. It's just the venue itself. It's not in Santa Clara. That is a disadvantage for the 49ers. I think it also affects, to JD's point, probably more the beginning of the game than the end of the I game. Agree. But if your biggest task as Brock Purdy is to settle in, well, then that environment makes it more difficult to do that. So if Philadelphia can get out to a you know one touchdown lead, and Brock Purdy is having trouble with the silent count, you know, maybe there's a miscommunication. Again, it could take one play to wreck this game because of how good both teams are. So on the on the flip side too, if Jalen Hurts makes a mistake early, 
maybe that takes the crowd out of the football game and Brock Purdy can settle in. True. So I do see the crowd having an effect on the football game. I don't know how much it'll be throughout the entirety, and maybe that's why people are saying we're making a bigger deal of it than it is. But if you're asking me, do I think that Brock Purdy can immediately settle in to that kind of environment? Well, he didn't necessarily do it in the first half, even at home against Dallas. And it took him a while on the road in in Week 15 at Lumen Field in Seattle, like J.D. mentioned, to kind of get into that game. San Francisco used Christian McCaffrey early and often in that game to kind of stabilize the offense. I think they'll try and do it again here against Philadelphia. But that's, to me, where the crowd factors in. It's Brock Purdy not being allowed or having a more difficult time of feeling comfortable in that type of atmosphere. Hey, tune in to the Red and Gold pregame show with Larry Kruger and Lorenzo Neal starting at 10 a.m. on Sunday. Uh, The pregame show is presented by Harris Ranch Beef, Legendary Beef, Legendary Quality, and Jim Beam Bourbon Whiskey. Taste the world's number one bourbon. That's a 10 10 a.m. pregame show with Lowe and Larry. Uh, That's going to be... off the chain, too. Former yeah, we got coverage all day. Uh, Kyle That's Madsen, right, Alan little... Styles are doing overtime, okay. and then myself and Sterling Bennett going to be doing double overtime. Oh, nice. So, win or loss, we'll have content all day here on 95.7 The Game on Sunday. And I've got to believe that uh, uh, you're going to get paid double overtime wage for that. Uh, TBD. Boss, I, I didn't ask for it. Sonny mentioned that. Though... I know you guys will be looking forward to the show on Monday, no matter what, which is going to be a huge day. So don't want to miss any coverage starting at 6 a.m. It's, I mean, it's going to be either, you know, a disappointing, but also kind of a celebration of how ridiculous this season was and try to put it in perspective. Or it's going to be, hey, we got two more weeks of football, which is going to be awesome no matter what. So obviously you'd love for the 49ers to win. I, I can't say it's going to be as crushing as, you know, maybe the the conference title loss was last year because I thought the 49ers had the advantage in that game. I felt like they were going to beat the Rams on the road. If they lose this game against Philadelphia, I think a lot of people will look back on it either way as both teams losing to the better. Fair enough. Uh, 650, Purdy will feel the pressure and some people play better under pressure, right, Steiny? That's a possibility. That's absolutely a possibility. I thought pressure was a fallacy. Oh, I never... Who said that? Who's ever said pressure is a fallacy? Do, do, is that an anonymous quote? Is that Walt Whitman? <laughs> what, who are you talking about? Where, where, who? Where? No. So, okay, so we were talking about pressure and how some players play or use it, don't, blah, 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 blah. blah. Does it bring the best out of people or is it just our imagination saying... Wow, this this guy was able to overcome a really tight spot. I mean, there's no doubt that what Brock, and even if he's got ice in his veins, the reality is cold blooded. Cold blooded reality. This is the biggest game he's ever played in. Yeah, he knows it. Everybody knows it. So now it comes down to well, how does Brock Purdy internalize the fact that this is the biggest game of his lifetime? Well, maybe. Yeah, they say Joe Montana, you know, when I mean, you know, that's when he was able to calm down, slow down, all that kind of stuff. I don't look, this guy's played 50 plus college games, he played at a big time school. Absolutely positively, Brock Purdy could come out and have a hell of a game. And now, and you know what that would be? An unbelievable story continuing. But in a way, he has kind of prepared himself. You're talking about this game being the biggest game of his life, and if he gets to the Super Bowl, that will be the biggest game of his life. Well, each of the first nine games he's played in the NFL have been the biggest game of his life. So the pressure has gotten increasingly ramped up to this point. So I... I, And so far, he hasn't shown that he crumbles under pressure. So I... I don't necessarily hold that against him. I, I, I think the, the home field advantage for, for the Eagles is more about them than it is about Brock Purdy. Yeah, I, I even just crumbled under. He's not going to crumble under the pressure. See, to me, crumbling under the pressure means he's going to throw four interceptions. Yeah, I doubt it. 
I won't let him. First he better not. No, exactly. Hey, it's a foot. It's a football Friday, and it's brought to you by Zenny, the official eyewear of the San Francisco 49ers. Shop from over three thousand styles at eighty percent off retail prices exclusively at Zenny.com. All right, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero is the number. I think we all know that we got a big boy brewing on Sunday. Which way are you leaning? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. That's the biggest reason why. You lean in Niners? Tell me the big reason why. You lean in Eagles? Tell me why on 95.7 The Game. Stiney and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Evan Giddings along with Matt Steinmetz today. See, Evan, you know, I could I could bait a little bit right now. I could troll a little bit, but that's, you? Just, that's just not who I am. No. It's not who I am. I don't know you to be that guy. No, of course not. Before the break, I was asking 49er fans, you know, what, what's the big reason that they might be leaning toward a 49er win? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a lot of responses. I guess you guys know. And, and this is where... Do you know that your team's going to lose? Is that what is it is? This is where we need the faithful to show up. Ah. Xfinity Mobile text line, phone lines, 888-957-9570. Why should Matt Steinmetz not feel confident in the Philadelphia Eagles? Well, I don't feel confident. Hey, look, man. Like, you know what? Can we be grown-ups? Put the rat on the table. For Christ's sake. Come on. Two good teams. I don't know who's going to win. I think it's going to be close. I'm just going with a home team. No hate. No troll. Come on. Just relax. You want the 49ers to win deep down. I actually don't have a preference. <laughs> I don't have a strong opinion. I want a good game. I want a great game. I want a classic. Uh. Uh, let's go to Sam. What's going on, Sam? How you doing, man? Good. How are you guys doing? Oh, dynamite. Just calling to uh, give you a measured take that only a fellow Franklin and Marshall diplomat uh, graduate can give you. Oh, we got a diplomat on the phone? You got to prove it. We got a diplomat on the phone. What year? Yes, sir. Uh, 15. Okay. Uh, what dormitory did you, were you in freshman year? Nader. Well, you're legit. Basement. You're legit. 
Yeah. Well yeah. done. I hated those basement I'll, I'll, rooms. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was I, a great time, but uh Give me uh Yeah, give but, me what uh, uh, give me your thoughts. Yeah, I mean I think I think I'm I'm used to Philadelphia Sports Talk Radio, not this not these uh measured and kind of articulate takes you guys have, but I, I do You better be you careful, think, right? <laughs> yep. So you guys are uh I think you guys are right. I think it's going to be a tough game. But I do think it comes down to two names. I mean, it comes down to Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan. And Shanahan is probably one of the best offensive game planners, if not the best, in, in the league. But where he is suspect, I think, is his game management. And I do think this game is going to come down to, like, a fourth and two, fourth and three, where Shanahan punts it away and the Eagles come down and score a huge touchdown. And, and it ends up probably being the difference. Appreciate it, Sam. Have fun watching the game. That's a diplomat. Well, okay. You, so- you, people, you do realize, and it's, it, it says so much about me and other uh, level-headed people. Mm-hmm. My college mascot was a diplomat. The Franklin and Marshall diplomats. And that's what I do. I try to be diplomatic. I try to bring people together. I try to lessen the vitriol. That's who I am at my core. And my education proves it. Mm-hmm. Sonny, what did you finish your degree in? History. History? Oh, yeah. Don't let it repeat. Well, <laughs> okay, well, first of all, no one loves their freshman dorm at all. If you do, I question <laughs> which university or college you went to. That's number one. Number two, a diplodome? What, what is that? Oh, that's what, that's the Mazer Center. Holds about thirty six hundred. We'd pack that thing when uh, we packed that thing when we were rolling. Was it kind of like Lincoln Field? Tough environment. Hard oh, to go for into. Opponents? Oh God! The home court. It was kind of like there's it was kind of like old Oracle Arena. Mm-hmm. I would say. And oh, so you guys were bad, but the fans were great. No oh. recent. Oh, I got Oracle you. Arena. Sorry, like with the Curry Oracle era. Oh mm-hmm. nine. No, like fifteen. Gotcha. Is that when they won the first one? Okay, so it, but it is funny. The caller brings up something that is interesting to me. The coaching advantage. To me, it's not a question. It's Kyle Shanahan. While I would lean that way, who knows? But I will say this. Here's why, here's why I would support you saying that. Is because I think if, if Nick Sirianni... We're coaching the Niners, and Shanahan. We're coaching the Eagles, and the situation would be exactly the same. Other than that, <laughs> I don't think you know. No, I don't think that many people would give Sirianni's Niners a good chance. No, I don't. But I, that's based on reputation, experience. Who's already done what in this league? Well, and the writers are also telling me that too. There's a reason Kyle Shanahan's on the ballot for NFL Head Coach of the Year. Nick Sirianni's not even a candidate. He's not. No, he's not. Well, that's ridiculous. Doug Peterson. That's ridiculous. And Brian Dable. And oh, uh, so there's only three. Yes, you have the top three: Nick Bosa, Mike Parsons, and you know whoever else is on the defensive player of the year. I don't know. Nick Sirianni. They've had a fantastic season, but the last couple of weeks. The quarterback was hurt. Kyle Shanahan has had two quarterbacks get hurt. Well, mm-hmm. this one's mm-hmm. dynamic. He is dynamic. And Kyle Shanahan has helped him. Now, my point is, Kyle Shanahan has more playoff experience than Nick Sirianni. Now, some people might say the two defeats would show you that he also has some playoff shortcomings. But if you're asking me which head coach I would rather have for Sunday's game... Location be damned, it's the guy that's got more experience on the sidelines. And Nick Sirianni is just in his second year as a head coach. Nope. I mean, I I would have to like I would have to agree with that. But I'm also realistic enough to know it's possible Sirianni may coach circles around Shanahan on Sunday. What if what if that happens? I don't think it'll happen. Well, and to your point, look, I know something we've discussed on this show is Kyle Shanahan's struggles in fourth down situations. Well, the Eagles this year were number four, fourth down conversions. Their defense, 25th. So maybe Kyle Shanahan not as afraid to punt that football away against Philadelphia. I I do think he'll be more inclined to give it back just because of the defense that he has on the other side of the football. I also think Kyle Shanahan doesn't want to turn this into a track meet. 
He wants this football game to be won in the mud. He wants it to be won in the trenches. And I think that against the Philadelphia front, that is good at getting to the quarterback, but surprisingly not as good stopping the run. I think he sees an advantage there in the middle of the field, whether it be, um, you know, through running the football, passing, intermediate, where Brock Purdy's been good this year. I think Kyle Shanahan has already determined the type of game plan, the type of game that he wants. And I think it's going to look a lot like it did against Dallas. Hopefully just being able to capitalize more in the red zone. Let's go to Mo. Mo's in Oakland. What's going on, Mo? How you doing, man? Mo. Mo less. No Mo. Night-night. Steiny needs to admit to the fact that his heart is pulling for the Eagles. I can't do that. No, I won't, I you're, won't do you're, that. you're not a fan of anyone. Like, your heart isn't pulling one way or the other. Does your heart pull for individuals? Like, individual oh stories? Oh, my gosh, yes. Like Brock Purdy, right? Uh, Kirk Cousins. All-American. Kirk Cousins is where my heart gets pulled from. Why? Because I think he's overly maligned. No, Brock Purdy's been the underdog his whole life. Right, but nobody's saying he stinks. Everybody's well, just saying he's a great story. He got drafted. He was the last pick of the draft. Okay. So, you know what that tells me? He stunk. No, it tell you know. No, it doesn't. It tells me that player personnel people, you think you know, you think you know, but you'll never know. Meaning there are no sure things. Just because he got drafted 7th, let's say what? He was a 15th quarterback selected. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean he's the 15th best quarterback. Just means he was drafted 15th out of all those quarterbacks. These guys can be wrong. These guys stop, stop uh, idolizing these 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 football uh, evaluators. Kyle Shanahan is diving deep into the dirt to find these hidden gems, Tony. I don't know why you can't. The opposite of diving deep into the dirt would be moving up to three to get a quarterback you think is going to be the franchise. No, but everyone misses, right? I mean, that's. That's just my point. Game. That's my point. Well, he hit on Brock Purdy. He did. So, what's that make him? One for three? On quarterbacks? Yeah. Um, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't... Well, I mean, I'm sure Guru would say, it, Steinie, two title games, one Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey. Uh, Scott's in Vacaville. <laughs> mm-hmm. Scotty. Hey, how you guys doing today? Doing great, man. Awesome. Good. So actually, I'm living out here in northern Georgia. I moved out here about a year ago, but I was born and raised in the North Bay. Nice. And uh, one thing I just wanted to touch on was after watching all these games, you know, I've always been concerned with, like you guys said, the running quarterback. It's always been our our vein. It always scares me going back to early 2010s against Russell Wilson. It just always kind of seems to have our number. But the one thing that gives me comfort and kind of conviction with being comfortable with the 49ers winning is is our defense. And whenever you take the top offense against the top defense, I feel like nine times out of ten that defense is going to prevail. And I think that we've always had a good defense the last several years. But this year our defense has really stood out. Um, and I, I think it's going to prevail on Sunday. We're going to come out with the win. It's very possible. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate the call. We're y'all watching the game. Let me ask, let me ask 49er fans a question. Because, you know, I can watch a game anywhere. I'm not a monster fan of one team. If you're a 49er fan, do you have to be around 49er fans while you're watching the game? For example, last week, uh, I went over to a buddy's house. Not my buddy Dana, actually another, my, my buddy Will. And it was the Cowboys and the Niners. And there were 15 people there. And it was like 9 six. Yeah, nine 49er fans and six Cowboy fans. But nobody's overly obnoxious. Nobody's sticking it in people's face. Eh, it, was just, it was fun. I feel like if you're around friends, if you're in good company, you can watch a game anywhere. I know that sometimes you're going out to bars and, hey, I'm looking for takers out there. If you want to throw out a 49ers bar, I can be out on Sunday morning. I would love to join you. But... I think as long as you're with your people and, and you all are, whether your thing is you like to go out and sip, you know, you like to um, just have a nice meal before the game. You like to, some people, I like to lock in and I like to listen to the broadcast because I, I like okay. to actually hear what I think Kevin Burkhardt and Greg Olson are doing the game, what they have to say, what they think. 
And you can, and you kind of I'm pick up on some things. Guy. He's a football guy. Yeah, but not everyone's like that. Some people just want to be in the atmosphere. Some people don't even care about the play to play. They just want to be around other fans that are rooting and cheering. And you know, it's more like a World Cup environment than it is like rooting for the 49ers. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, where are you watching the game, uh, 49er fans? And I got another question. Uh, uh, 415 says Keysar Pub was bouncing last weekend. I'll be there again. Old Keysar Pub. Been there many a time in the last few years. Uh, is there an Eagles bar? I should know this, but... Probably. Is there, is there an Eagles bar in the city somewhere? I have there's to imagine. Be. I mean, there's... I, I, I know of a Chicago Bears bar. I know the Steelers bar. Steelers bar. Shanghai uh, Kelly's. Yeah, Shanghai Kelly's. The Browns, I know, have some places. Really? I know the Browns, the Cleveland Browns, McGee's in Alameda. Ooh. They often get a big uh, Browns crowd in there. That's some fun nights at McGee's. Li- that'd be a, a good little uh, booklet to well, put Well, I'll together. say this. If there's a Chargers bar in Lower hate. I know there's got to be an Eagles bar somewhere. Yeah, I'd I'd be shocked if there isn't. Uh, Let's go to Roy. Roy's in San Leandro. What's going on, Roy? How you doing? I'll be watching the game in San Leandro. Hey, how's it going? In San Leandro. How's it going, Sandy? Uh, It's going great. Say hello to Evan. What's up, Roy? Good, good. How you doing, Evan? Chilling, man. Hey, look, uh, I just just wanted to mention, uh, do you think that, uh, let's, let's, I'm just uh, saying hypothetically, if, 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 if Kansas City get in there into the Super Bowl with Philadelphia, I'm just saying that do you think that the Eagles would know his system, the way that he go about doing things since he coached for them for X amount of years and stuff, even though he's with Kansas City now? Yeah, I, I thanks for the call, Roy. I would, I would say no. It's been a long time since Andy Reid was in Philly, and I think that's one of the things that makes Andy Reid – a great coach is that how valuable is film on Andy Reid in Kansas City because isn't that the thing that he's unbelievable at is being creative so one week's game plan you plan for it and he throws something else at you I mean isn't that what the uh, kind of what great play callers and great offensive minds do yeah and also I think because of the limitations due to injury of both quarterbacks you probably only would be able to look at a, a select amount of games if you're going to grab tape from it. It's funny that you know he's mentioning tape because like you, there's only one game in which Jalen Hurts has been beat as a starter. So that would be the game if you're looking at tape that the 49ers, I'm sure, have been pouring over this week. That was week 10 on Monday night against Washington. But that's only one football game. I'm right. sure, you know, we've talked about the 49ers, even though they've been on this miraculous streak, they've won 12 in a row. There have been times throughout some of these games when we felt like, oh, it, you know, that's the turning point. It could have gone sour. It could have gone south here. Well, I'm sure that can be say it, uh, the same situation for Philadelphia throughout some of their wins. So, you know, D'Amico Ryans, who I, people, he's got his... You know, his, his phone lighting up for head coaching jobs. I'm sure he's gone through as many different situations as possible. So is Kyle Shanahan. Um, I think Andy Reid, though, look, I, Philadelphia would get a chance to kind of walk down memory lane and, you know, torch him however they wanted to. But the last thing you, I mean, the, the final thing that you get to do is give him his respect. And that's what Kyle enough. Shanahan's looking for, right? I mean, the only thing he hasn't done at this point as a head coach is win the Super Bowl. All right. I'm uh, doing this is this public service for Eagles fans. Uh, apparently, the North Star Bar in North Beach is an Eagles bar. North Star, that's right off Columbus? I know it's in the heart of... Uh, it's right off Powell, in the corner of Powell and uh, Beach Blanket Babylon. There you oh, go. okay. There you go. A couple things I want to address here on the... Text line, the Xfinity Mobile text line. I'm throwing out there where you're watching the game. 610 says, uh, Third and Spruce Cafe. You ever heard of that? I have not, no. That's because it's in West Reading, Pennsylvania. That's my old stomping grounds. I've only been uh, to the ballpark. Gotcha. Uh, I'll be watching, uh, 510 says, I'll be watching the game at my house solo, which is actually the best way to watch if you're super into it. Oh. I feel like there's a lot more people like that than you would imagine. I think you might be right. And, and part I, of it's because they like to lock in. Other parts, probably just, they're just anxious. What if I tell you that? Well, that, you know what? Like, off the top of my head, if you're really somebody that, I got to watch it alone, that might be too hardcore for me. 
You know what I'm saying? I I feel like I'm I'm kind of one of those people. Like if it's if it's my team that I'm watching, okay. I'd rather watch it alone because more times than not, you get especially for these uh, NFC Championship, AFC Championship type games, you get a lot of the fair weather sports fans uh, that really want to talk your ear off about how much they know and they really don't know. Yeah, I think the key to a great football party, whether it's an NFC Championship, AFC Championship, or Super Bowl, is to have two distinct areas, one big enough to accommodate those who want to watch the game with the volume pretty loud, and those who are in another area who want to talk and, and socialize, and you feel free to move about the cabin. Well, yeah, that's not what I'm saying. Hey, look, son, but if you want to be invited to one of those places as a broke 20-something-year-old, that, that I, would, I would love to, to find that, but you know, for for us uh, city folk, shall we say? Shall we say okay. we don't have that kind of alternative in a lot of cases. You're just, I mean, you got to find a kind yeah. of a, a watering hole. Yeah, that's a shame. Uh, the Pink Poodle, according to the 408, is a great spot to watch Niner games. They have great hot wings. Not heard of the Pink Poodle. I guess it's in San Jose. Uh, hey, guys, I have to be in be Santa why. Cruz for the game. Anybody got any suggestions? John from down Santa Cruz way? No, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, the oh. the sandbar. Oh, is a is a great spot there in Capitola. It, it might be under repair with the recent weather, it but the sandbar is always a great spot. Okay, that's tough. Uh, you have to be alone. I have to be alone with my TV to watch the Niner game. No distractions from the six five zero. Fair enough. I think also part of it too is close some, family. Some people may not want to have other people see how they react. That you know what, and I think and, and hats off to the nine two five because I think that's what he's intimating. I'll be watching the game at my place with close family. I can't possibly be seen in public <laughs> with this level of anxiety. Yeah. That's it. And also, I mean, because inevitably, if you're going out and people are drinking and, and things go south, someone might do something stupid. You don't want to react. And then you're kind of caught in a place where you're uncomfortable. You're just trying to watch the game. And like I will say, most people have their spots or their bars. But it is tough when, you, when you're trying to find a new place to go watch a game because uh, you never really know what you're getting into. And you're kind of assimilating into that crowd. Jake's cheesesteaks in the marina. Or Jake Steaks. Jake Steaks in the marina, they're saying, might be a yeah, Philly spend bar. spend a lot of time in the marina. But uh, why not? I, I just typically, typically don't get that far, uh, you know. Um, it's in the city. Uh, yeah, You're but in I, the don't, city now. I don't go that far down. I, it's I'm, four blocks I'm from here. I'm a Coal Valley kid at this point, Steiny. Oh, uh, you pink poodle, you got me. Might be an adult club. <laughs> <laughs> That might be a great place to watch the yeah, game. That's true. Usually you get a free buffet there. Chicken or at least any, any classy place will give you the free buffet. Uh, yeah, Jake Steaks in the marina. Uh, you better be careful. Uh, North Star Bar, Philly fans, mm -hmm. and uh, Stein and E, if Philly's considered better. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's go to Matt. Matt's in San Rafael. What's going on, Matt? How you doing, man? Hey, guys. Uh, so to respond to your question, I'm a lifelong Niner fan. Okay. I've got three sons. Two of them are away at different parts of the country. One of them happens to be here. I'll watch it with him. I always watch with as many of my sons as, as are around. And my old man died in 2020, so we've now assimilated my mom, who is maybe the hardest core fan of all. So we watch the games and we have for probably the last, well, my kids since they've been alive, but my mom, I've watched games with her since I was a kid, so it's, you know, 50 years. So, honestly, that to me is the best because we share both the emotion and they all have a deep knowledge, which is kind of having both is the best for me. Uh, that's a great call. That's a great call. How about this? Nobody asked me why. Gotta have hope. You know, when I was growing up, I was, yeah, grew up in Reading. I was, I was a Philadelphia Phillies fan. and not, No, actually, not the Phillies. I like the Yankees, but I like the Eagles and uh, Sixers. Actually, I didn't like them either. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Here's what I'm trying to say. My mom is now 87 years old. She's healthy. She is so much more of a football sports fan now than she's ever been in her entire life. Like, oh, she, she'll be locked in. Some Somebody's having a party. One of her girlfriends is going to have a party. And uh, they'll have great food. And Do you feel like you'd be a bigger Mom. sports fan if you didn't have to talk about it for three or four hours a day? Yeah, I do. You'd be able to lock in I more. Think, yeah, just I just enjoy so. things at your own pace. I think so. And football's just different, too, because it's once a week. And it's, I think it is the, I mean, it's the shortest season of any of the four major American sports. So it's like, you only get so many opportunities to watch your team. Yeah. 
Let's go to Fred and Richmond. And then we got uh, Brian Baldinger coming up on the Bud Light guest line in five minutes. Five minutes. What's up, Fred and Richmond? How are you, man? Steiny, what's going on? Not much. Uh, I just I just wanted to say, man, I think Jalen Hurts is a possible... Uh, I could have a bad game. You know, I know he just had a good game against the Giants, but we don't know if he's really 100% or not. And, uh, you know, go Niners. And also... Yeah. Yardhouse and Concord is a nice place to watch the Niners play. Oh, do they have like 150 beers on tap, something like that? Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Fred. You ever tried the Tour de Pint? No. You go to a bar, you see however many they got on tap, and oh. you have one of each. You just no, go down the line. Literally. Until you can't. These, I think the Yard has, a, has over 100 tap beers. Challenge accepted. Now, let me tell you a beer they don't have. Yingling. That's Which is fact. unfortunate. So, when the Niners uh, beat the Eagles, if they beat the Eagles, all right, will you give me some Yingling? I'll do the same. What do you mean? I mean, I'll I'll find a place that can. You won't find a place. What are you talking about? I, I can't order it. There's only one spot you can order it from. You can't order it from the brewery. Well, There's what? a site called GiveThemBeer.com. Do they the only, deliver? It yeah, it'll cost you a hundred dollars for a case. How much is a case? How much is in a case? Twenty four. Twenty four cans. And you know what? You start thinking about it. It's like, that's only about five, four bucks a beer. Might be worth it. That's four bucks a beer. That sounds great. You spend actually. eight on a pint and high horse exactly. after the show. <laughs> exactly. Some yingling. Exactly. Uh, 408 says, love to watch the game alone. And my lucky charm is to have my blue moon beer nonstop. All right. Well, good luck to everybody out there. Hey, Brian Baldinger, the road. He's next. The road to Glendale brought to you by San Francisco Sheriff's Office. Your future begins here. Visit sfsheriff.com and apply today. Also, this segment is brought to you by the Department of Healthcare Services. Up next, Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. He joins us on the Bud Light guest line on 95.7 The Game. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 